Welcome to the Sports Finder Podcast. Let's get ready to rumble! Hey guys, it's Ahmed from Sports Finder. Just a heads up about the show that you're about to tune in, which is the live Instagram interview that we conduct on a weekly basis on Fridays with student athletes. Please excuse some of the um, disruptions in the recordings. It is a live session. So tune in and make the most of this amazing episode. Take care. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 32 of our student athlete interview series. My name is Ari, and I'm one of the interns at Sports Finder this summer. Our other interns, C and I, will be interviewing college athletes at all levels and sports to get insights on their lives and experiences as student athletes. Our guest today, Mark Bowen, took a very interesting route, starting at a JUCO and transferring to Division II Lincoln University. Some of you here may recognize Mark from the most recent season of the hit Netflix docuseries, Last Chance You. Uh, I'm going to add Mark now. And Mark's joining. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, Mark? Thanks for coming. Of course, of course. Just uh, enjoying the day right now. Are you out in Cali right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm back home. Oh, nice. Uh, do you just want to start off by yep. and uh, telling us a little about yourself? Um, yeah, sure. So, uh, I mean, you, you, you hit it right on the ball. Um, Mark Boland uh, from Los Angeles was uh, most recently on with the uh, Last Chance You and stuff like that. And, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't really uh, – so, I don't know. So what made you, like, start playing basketball and uh, how old were you when you got into it? Um, If I'm being honest, I, I started at a really young age, but I never really fell in love with the game at first. Uh, I was really bad. I was, you know, the last kid on the, at the YMCA teams that, you know, would get in for the last two minutes or whatever of a game. And, you know, I was the, I was the guy that, you know, everyone would clap on, you know, when he finally got into the game and stuff. But it wasn't really until my freshman year of high school and it's still I started really getting serious about basketball and really fell in love with the game um, and was given an opportunity. Um, I started out at, at my high school, Birmingham High School here in L.A., and I just kind of joined the team with one of my best friends at the time. And he had, you know, told me about the basketball tryouts and stuff, and I was really interested in that. And... Yeah, I mean, kind of the rest is history. But after my sophomore year, I went from Froshoff to varsity. And then by the time my senior year hit, we had won a city championship. And I really felt like basketball and, and my love for the game is really rolling. So with L.A. being like a, a huge basketball city, did you have any role models or any players you looked up to uh, growing up? Uh, I don't know. I mean, again, because because of how 
because of how late I kind of came into the game, I didn't really have role models necessarily. I just had I, – I really looked up to people with, a, with a, a great work ethic. I really emphasized that, and I really wanted uh, that to be a part of who I was as a basketball player and who I was as a human being playing basketball. Uh, do you want to take us a little bit through your recruiting process from high school to East L.A. and then from East L.A. to Lincoln? Um, yeah, uh, sure. So after after we had won the city championship and stuff, um, a lot of my teammates, uh, actually the, the top three of my teammates um, had gone to the Pac-12 and stuff like that. And when it had come down to my recruiting and stuff, we were kind of trying to figure out some schools and different things. But again, I kind of busted onto the scene a little late. So it was more a chance of trying to figure out what was going to be the next step and stuff like that. So the more that time went on, um, junior college had seemed like a bigger and bigger option um, until it kind of came down to the point where I had to make a decision about going to school and had to make a decision about um, what was going to be my next move. And so Coach Ken had happened to see me. Um, he's also from Last Chance. You guys will recognize him. Um, but Coach Ken uh, had reached out to me, and he was just a person that was really transparent with me and was really just kind of showed me everyone who he's helped and kind of everything that he was a part of. And it just – it really intrigued me. That was really the main selling points of, of ELAC was just – was him, was being able to train with him, work out with him. I mean – even just through him, I've I, I've met Paul George, Aaron Rodgers, other kinds of, you know, high-class athletes that it's like for him, it's like every other day. You know, he's affiliated with the Drew League and all kinds of different things. So just to be involved with a person like that and to have a person like that and be talking to someone like that, it was, it was just kind of – it was humbling. It was humbling because as much as I had been through with a city championship and thinking I, I knew a lot about winning and stuff, it was just kind of a whole other level to that and a whole nother level to that success. Uh, did you know that Last Chance U was a thing when you got to East LA or even before, or is that after you got on campus? Uh, so actually what a lot of people don't know is um, I spent three years at ELAC. So the last year, the last season that was filmed with Last Chance U or whatever, I had actually gotten injured. So that was a year that I had gotten back. Um, so we didn't quite like by the by my second year of ELAC, um, we kind of knew something was going to happen. We, we, we heard rumblings and rumors of something big that was going to happen for next year, but we didn't quite know exactly what that was going to turn into. But then when it finally came down to it and then we had the first camera and everything in, then it was kind of like, oh, what is this? And then they kind of talked to us about Last Chance You, Do we know what it is? And. I had watched a couple of the football seasons and stuff, so I was familiar with what they were going to do. I just didn't know they were going to branch out to basketball. And then literally like a day or two after that, they had um, on their Instagram story, they had posted where they're going to have um, – where they – they asked the question of where they should film for the, their next season for uh, basketball junior college. Um, so it was actually – a lot of schools were in the works or whatever, but it just happened to be us and, you know, we – I guess it was just the right – timing and you know we had said all the right answers and kind of stuff like that so it was just kind of out of the ordinary but then when it when it happened it was it was it was interesting having you know people following you around I mean literally everything you do from you know you going to go get food with your friends to to 
getting water in practice and going to the water fountain and, you know, talking with, with the guys about, you know, the last NBA game or something like that. I mean, literally everything is a camera and a microphone in your face and trying to figure out like what junior college basketball life is like. Did that kind of change your college experience at all? Kind of having to like kind of look over your shoulder and knowing that the spotlight's kind of always on you, that there are always cameras on you also. Yeah. Um, it definitely changed a lot it just, it brought a lot more into perspective because I was able to understand and realize that, especially with the thing like last chance you, I was able to really look at the fact that people are going to be, I'm, I'm in someone else's position. I'm, I'm a guy who to other kids, to other players, to other, to other people that play basketball, I'm someone, I'm just I'm someone that can be relatable. Each one of us on the team was someone that like one person in the world could relate to. So that was something that it kind of really changed the way I thought about things. Cause it was like, I'm a part of basketball. Now I'm a part of, you know, the basketball movies and the basketball TV shows and stuff. Cause last chance you is a little bit of a, a bigger kind of thing. So it was just kind of really empowering. And it really just, again, it just opened up a lot of, a lot of perspective for me and really opened up like, okay, I can be recognized, you know, all across everywhere. Now it's like every, you know, park that I go to or anything like that with a basketball court, I'll always have, you know, one or two people come up to me and say, Hey, are you Mark? Are you that, are you that guy from Netflix kind of thing? So it's just, it's nice. It's, but it's, it's humbling at the same time because I'm still the same person. I'm still the same guy that does the same stuff and, and, and still likes to play basketball and still wants to, to further my education and all that stuff. But then I have, you know, this other thing to claim and this other thing to, to look back on with Last Chance You. Yeah, Last Chance You definitely puts a lot into perspective. It uh, kind of gives, like, a human side of the athlete because a lot of people think, like, oh, mm -hmm. basketball, you just go play D1 and you're a star right away. And, you know, you're just – Yeah. You're, you're, it's, a, like, an easier route. But uh, Last Chance You definitely uh, shows a different side of college basketball. And um, – Yes, for sure. So your team was – a lot of different guys kind of coming together from different areas and different uh, backgrounds, different experiences. Uh, so how mm -hmm. did like coming together as a team affect you as a player and how did that help you grow? Well, it was just, I mean, we were, we were a brotherhood from the start. I mean, a lot of us, whether it be um, uh, LJ, our point guard to Jay Davis who was another player to a couple of other guys that we worked in the summer and stuff. Um, we just, there was just a real, a real deep understanding that we were, we were in this together and more than anything that we could do anything together. And so that was just really empowering because when you do have practices, when you do have other things, when you are facing adversity to know that you got a group of 14 other guys that all are very similarly goal oriented as you are all want to win, all want to compete. It's just, uh, it's empowering. It, it, it gives you a little more. It makes you feel like you got a little more left in your tank. It makes you feel like you got a little more of something to, to fight for. Uh, did the show have any effect on your recruiting, um, going to Lincoln or any other schools? Did it give you any more notoriety or recognition among coaches across the country? Uh. I don't know about that just because it had come out, what, March 10th. So that was like kind of after like my whole year at Lincoln and whatnot. Um, but I will say it just brought probably brought a little more attention to to me as a player, probably reminded, you know, 
a couple more people, a couple of coaches that had previously recruited me or something like that, um, and just kind of put me probably back on the map a little bit. But I don't know, not too much, but definitely notoriety. I mean, like I said, like I can, you know, hop onto a basketball court and someone's going to be like, oh, are you Mark? You're on Netflix, right? And so it's just kind of little moments like that and, you know, a couple of people taking pictures of me. Um, but it's little things like that where it's like, you know, I only got, you know, only, you know, a handful of minutes on the show, but still to have that that power over someone, still for someone to recognize me, someone to see who I am, oh, like, and, and you know, express gratitude or express thanks or whatever it is, like, it's it's nice. It feels it feels really, really, really satisfying to me personally. And I love that. Um, what do you think were like some of the challenges going from East L.A. to uh, Lincoln? Um, honestly, one of the bigger challenges was really being able to focus on basketball and focusing on myself, because going from East Los Angeles it wasn't just kind of leaving a great team and all that and leaving, you know, a place that I had been there for a long time. It was also going – let me take that back. Because going to junior college and every, like, athlete, you know, every junior college athlete knows about this is you're, you're waiting for that next step. You're always competing and, and you're practicing hard and you're doing all these things for, for those two years in order to get to that next step, to get that scholarship, to get that – opportunity to play at the next level so when I finally got to Lincoln it was really like everything is on me I need to be really working on myself I need to really be locking in in the weight room locking in to getting you know a couple hundred shots of a day getting my workouts in eating right drinking enough water every day taking care of, I mean just literally all the little things where it's like at ELAC it was just kind of like we had practice every day at 2 30 and we just kind of ran ran with it it was like there wasn't as much preparation that I could have because I had class in the mornings and stuff. So being able to stay over, stay at a dorm at Lincoln and just be able to kind of wake up, you know, right then and there for classes, being like, it's just, it's a lot more freedom. It's a whole lot more freedom. And then being in Missouri, there really just isn't many, there aren't many distractions and stuff. So to be able to, to go to a place like that and just be able to focus on basketball, especially now that I've come back home, I've really come to appreciate that just because there are a lot of distractions in LA and you can, you know, go see your family and kind of go do whatever you want and, and, and go out and stuff. Whereas in Missouri, it's like, you just got to, you know, school and basketball. You don't really have much to go out. There's only, you know, like <laughs> there's only a handful of things to do. There's only, you know, one movie theater kind of thing. Like there's just, there's just a lot more to focus on in your, in yourself. So uh, on the docuseries, we saw a little snippet of kind of the end of your season, how the playoffs got canceled with the, the beginning of the pandemic. So what was yeah. the, rest of, the rest of that year and um, kind of your experience at Lincoln even during the pandemic? Um, well, as soon as, as soon as we got that call, I mean, you kind of saw, I mean, I was eating a muffin <laughs> in the scene or whatever, and you kind of see my reaction where my jaw just kind of drops, but I mean, it's just as soon as that happened, I mean, everyone and everyone across the world can can agree with me on this. It's just we all kind of became civilians, whatever we were kind of doing. It was just like you're not a basketball player anymore. You know, it's just like you just got to go back home because you can't go outside and hoop and you can't go outside and, and work out or anything like that. Or you can't 
you know, there was the whole lockdown situation and there was just a whole lot of stuff where it was just like everything that you would want to do, you can't do that anymore. So it was just a real, real wake up call to like being able to value the game and being able to value the fact that I can still go to school and play basketball and do the thing that I love and still further myself as a human being. And, and to be able to do all that collectively I mean, it, it it was hard at first, but once I got the hang of it and once I learned how to really use my time wisely and figure out where I can work out and find that optimum timing and optimum, like, what's the word I'm trying to use? Organization, I guess. Ultimately, it's just organization. Um, I really got the hang of it. Sorry, I'm like these things fast. But, um... Yeah, I mean, it just it really it really just put everything into perspective because it was like you can lose all this. This is going to happen one day. One day I'm not going to be able to hoop anymore. One day I'm not going to have another state tournament to go to. One day I'm not going to be able to dribble basketball, you know, in an official game anymore. So it was just really getting used to the other side of life that I'm going to eventually have to kind of come back to. Um, and yeah, but other other than that, I mean, it was really, it, it taught me a lot. It taught me how to really become independent. It really brought me back with my family um, for a long time. Just being at ELAC, being away from school, I, I wasn't able to be around them as much. And to be able to come back and, and, and really see what I was missing and really see what, what I have, the support system I have, it was just really eye-opening and really fulfilling in a lot of ways. So I only have a, a couple more questions for you, but before I ask those, uh, if anyone watching has a question, um, feel free to drop it in the comment section and uh, we'll ask Mark definitely. Um, so my next question is, uh, what are your plans after you graduate college? Um, I'm gonna try, I gotta take this thing all the way. I, I gotta try and, and see what I can do and see if I can go pro in any way and, and see if I can mac maximize my opportunities. Um, at the end of the day, uh, I know that's not, you know, that's that, that I shouldn't put all my eggs in that basket, but I'm going to make sure that I'm healthy and that I have everything ready for that, but also that I have the education part, that I have a couple of other things on the side that I'm not just completely, you know, throwing away my future to where I'm still building incremental steps to becoming the person that I want to be. Uh, what would you say is your greatest accomplishment as an athlete? Ooh, my greatest accomplishment as an athlete so far, I guess I'd have to say my championship in high school. Um, in a lot of ways, my first two years, our varsity team was 0-10, 0-10. My junior year, we were 6-4, and and then finally we went 10-0, but it was just kind of the way we did it. Um, our starting five, we just kind of came together and, and we started working out on the weekends and stuff and really like just just gelling together. And so when it finally came to the court and, you know, it being high school basketball, we just we we had all the answers. And it was just it was really that ELAC was like a full on brotherhood where every single person like I had a relationship with in some way. And not to say that I didn't have that with my high school team, but there was just a different – it was just a different level of energy that was with that starting five and, and, and that was with us where we were just ultra competitive and, and, and 
just wanted to play all out for each other every single night. And it, it showed. And it was just a beautiful way to end my senior year and in, in, in a beautiful way to kind of progress into the next chapter of basketball, the next chapter of what, what I hope to be doing. All right, we have one question here uh, in the comment section. It says, what are the best ways to get really good at basketball? Like what drills and things to do? Ooh, what drills? Well, you never cannot be a good enough ball handler. So, I mean, any kind of ball handling drills or anything like that. But there's really, to be a better basketball player, you just have to be comfortable. As comfortable, the more comfortable you can be on a court, it doesn't matter how many drills you do, you can have the ability to do it. But if you're nervous about showing off those skills or if you're hesitant about doing a certain move or whatever, then you're not going to do it or you're not going to do it as successfully or you're not going to do it with as much force to get the kind of reaction you want. So I would say if you're going to work on a drill, just work on the, the drill of confidence and, and really work on being, being smooth with your game and being comfortable with who you are as a player and, and with what your, what your skills are and know that and hone in on that in a sense. And one last question. Um, what advice would you have for any a college athlete or uh, specifically someone going to junior college uh, before transferring to a four-year school? Ooh, get your grades right. Get your grades right. Because at the end of the day, there's always going to be someone that's a higher-ranked recruit that's going to be a little taller, a little faster, a little whatever. And especially with coaches and especially with recruiting, the more – the more automatic answers that you can give a coach where it's like, okay, he has a 3.5 GPA. He has these amount of skills. He has this thing. The more you, the more things that you give him to say, Ooh, he has a 2.7 GPA. He has a, the more problems that you bring out and the less simple it can be, then the harder it is going to be for you to be recruited. But if you're, you get your grades done and you're winning at, at every level and you're showing that you are growing as well, then you're going to be a very recruitable person. Because at the end of the day, the goal isn't just to go D1. It's to just get books, tuition, and fees. That's what. He's paid for. Um, so that was kind of – it took me a while to really understand that. But especially being in my situation now and, and not necessarily getting that, that, that D1 dream opportunity that, you know, every, every basketball player hopes to get. Um, it's really understanding the other side of life to that where it's like, you know, school does cost um, money and it does – all these things do cost. <laughs> it costs a certain there's, – there's a bill to that. Um, and so, I mean, whatever you can do to get that paid for, I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. That's really what it's all about. That's awesome. Mark, I, uh, that's all I have for you. That's, I really appreciate you coming on and uh, just taking the time out of your day to answer a few questions for me. And uh, of I'm course, probably man, of course. To, I'll be pulling for you to make it pro. I'll uh, definitely keep in touch and uh, I'll be keeping track of what you're doing in college. So uh, thanks again for coming on. I appreciate that, man. Have a good one. All right. Thanks. I really do. See you. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. Y'all ready for this?